0: Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brandon Thomas. On this episode, a very special one. We have John Paul Rice, who is the president of No Restrictions Entertainment. He had a video that went viral like crazy in 2020. It was a one-off live. He didn't think it was going to do anything, and it changed his entire life, which also, of course, is banned. So it'll be linked down in the show notes to check that thing out. Now, I will say this right up top. We are not going to be presenting this video on YouTube. It is something that I already know based on just two... Of the 20 points that we covered in here uh, are absolutely off limits and we're just not even gonna not even gonna play the game so what we are gonna do is beat them at their own game so this video will be up in two different places at least uh, it will be up on Rockfin, which is linked down in the show notes, and it will be up on our website, expandingrealitypodcast.com, which is also where you can expand your experience with us here on the show through, like I said, Rockfin. The link is there. Merchandise, all of the socials, everything is there. Our premium content for memberships, for our expanded content is up there. Make sure that you check that out as well. So, The summary of this is it will not be up on YouTube, but you will be able to find the video linked in the show notes along with in the show notes is going to be Corey Diggs, which is a resource service that we talk about on the episode, as well as a few other actually a lot of other reference links that we discuss in here for you guys to check out and explore so make sure that you take advantage of that if you fancy so uh also affiliate stuff so we joined with uh food forest abundance and that is of course jim Gale's uh baby and his pride and joy and we love jim so uh that is how you get your freedom from fear on the link is down in the show notes as well as if you want to start your own podcast use the hosting service i do links down there lips they're phenomenal could not recommend them enough Another thing, if you're going to buy any damn thing from Amazon, it doesn't matter what it is. If you would like to buy anything from Amazon, use my affiliate link. It is also in the show notes. That is how you help the show, just by buying something you were going to anyway. It's like the easiest thing ever. So we're super excited to, to be a part of that. So... um there was a lot in there, guys. But beyond anything, just a heads up, I guess, for the listeners. Uh, this isn't your normal show about UFOs and stuff that we normally carry uh, cover on the show. But I just wanted to kind of give a quick overview that it does uh, have some topics that are pretty sensitive, like um, the porn industry, uh, COVID, um, pedophiles, uh, politics, society, critical race theory. We talk uh, climate change. I mean, there's, there's a lot of incendiary topics to some people. So this is, I guess, your trigger warning or just your heads up that you're going to get some clarity on the information that on the subjects that I just mentioned. So it depends on how you look at it. I, like I said, respect you listeners more than anything. So I just wanted to let you know that up front. So beyond anything else, guys, John Paul Rice is incredible. You will absolutely love his perspective, his passion. This conversation is wonderful. So without any further ado, let's do this thing with John Paul Rice. All right, everybody out there in listening world, thank you so much for joining us. An incredibly special, special conversation today. We have the great and powerful John Paul Rice here to hang out with us. John, how are you, brother?
2: Brandon, i um, doing great. And... Thank you for having me on. It's a real pleasure to be here with you.
0: Dude, this is awesome. Uh, you and I connected over uh, Instagram, which I'm a big fan of that uh, modality in a certain sense, because there's some really cool things, like anything in life, right? I mean, some of it sucks, some of it's awesome. Uh, the awesome part is that you and I connected on there. And so, um, of course, I'm very familiar with your viral video, which we are going to talk about. And uh, so I'm very excited to hear what you've been working on, what you're into now, and you're just one of the most passionate people that I've ever met in regards to human safety and in the collective and in where we should be moving forward, not where we're stuck. And I'm a big fan of that perspective. So uh, before we get into this, do you mind just letting us know just a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. Um, Thank you for the introduction. I, uh, my background, uh, for people who, who may have heard or know a little bit about me, my background was 20 years, roughly 20 years in Hollywood. Uh, I got my start and remember the Titans as an actor, uh, one of the football players and moved to LA the year after that premiere, um, got into, we were soldiers, uh, with Mel Gibson had an agent and a manager early on. I was a talented actor, totally raw talent. Um, and in about six months, my career path changed into finance, sales, distribution, and creative with a brand new company. It had only been around maybe six months called Senator International, which is a German division of a company in Berlin. And that became a four-year education for me to learn about the business of film internationally and domestically, uh, mostly on the business side started in creative, I had certain gifts there, but ultimately I didn't gel with the personalities of certain people. And, uh, my value system was probably a little too, um, I guess, good for Los Angeles in the sense that, you know, ruthlessness just doesn't play a role in my, uh, upbringing, um, always believed in things and merit. And prior to, prior to Los Angeles at 17 to 21, I took my father's company and, and generated four, four to $5 million in sales revenue in four years. I had no marketing degree, just I had a higher... I could see things. And I didn't really know that. I just realized that a lot of my instincts came later, uh, learned from survival in childhood. So these were um, being highly attuned and sensitive to certain things and not feeling right about myself, but still trying to accept myself. Um, But I I just always like, I went into the banking industry after that while producing movies and had a near 14 year career in banking, having no college degree, uh, moving my way up to nearly you know, six figure salary promoted six times in 10 years. Um, you know, financial crash, all that. Like you just see, you, you're just, you're just getting life experience in a job, but you're, it doesn't, you don't necessarily know that it's computing to your higher understanding of how things really are in the real world. Right. And um, making the films that I did, I, was totally the guy who thought I would be a big time producer and, you know, move and shake things there in that town. And I had a lot of people tell me that um, potential or saw that potential, but series of unfortunate events, I guess you look at, but it's grateful that they occurred was that I ended up making my own films and financing them with some investors, crowdfunding and my own money. And, uh, and seven films later, I'm into my eighth and they're independent films that took me down a path that actually took me out of Hollywood because of the fact that when I looked back on all the subject matter of what I had done in features, not documentaries, dealing with one hour fantasy girl and prostitution, dealing with, um, Uh, Memories of a Lost Love, which is probably at least my personal favorite, uh, which is about child abuse in the home, but it's, it's done in such a way that you, it really, it's a mind bender, but it's not horrific. There's nothing graphic really about it. It's the idea of what reality is and what is real and what isn't real. And then getting into other things on parallel dimensions and uh, life force and uh, being led then into mental health of uh, young men in college who have one year to go before they graduate and they fall in love. And it's not some, you know, gay porn titillation film. In fact, it's a story that's universal, which is what happens to the person that you love who isn't there anymore who doesn't have access to reality the way you knew them to be as that person. And what do you do? And what really, what is real love? It's not, it's not when everything's going well, it's, it's when things get tough and don't make sense. And you have to take greater leaps of faith in things that you don't understand or don't have the power to control. And then it leads you into human trafficking of children, which was not expected to happen, but neither was the election of Donald Trump. And so uh, as I tell people, it doesn't matter what your thoughts are about him personally. Uh, He blew a hole through reality. And for anybody who was willing to look into that hole and peek around the curtain, you saw a whole other world. And For better or worse, we're here now because of that, plus all that preceded before it. And some could look at it as a necessity. And I would agree in human evolution and consciousness awareness, uh, we were definitely heading in a conscious, as manifesting in front of us now, we were heading in a very bad path, regardless of what we thought we knew or know today. Um, anyway, my whole stepping into all of this was just the culmination of my work and life decisions that that day when I did the Instagram live, uh, was not a premeditated moment. I had less than 700 followers on Instagram, maybe five, maximum eight people watched it live. I saw it drop down to one or two you know and all i wanted to do was to talk about the censorship of our film but then the rest of that just flowed out and uh and when i sent it out to a couple of people
1: they sent it out and then it was just like then it just took a life of its own and went all over the place um it forced me to confront my deepest fears of dying. Because when you do that, they don't forget. They never forget. Um, and, you know, I had a couple of people that I thought were my friends uh, want to get very personal in ways that, you know, it could be looked upon either way, but it really
2: called into question like who am I and who am I talking to and all of that
1: crazy shit. Right. Yep. And then at the end of the day, you sit there and you have to go to a place that is even higher than anything that you could imagine to, to actually face those fears because those fears real or imagined are there. And they have to be dealt with and they
2: can't be ignored or sedated for very long. As we're seeing in the world where record numbers of suicides, especially among women, which are usually the least likely to go through with killing themselves between men and
1: women. um, We're seeing that increase. We are watching an entire nation
2: of and really not just country, the world of degenerate children manifesting. And that's not their fault. Uh, No child goes into this as plan A. um, No parent of any reason, of any sanity, of any kind of attempt at awareness or self-reflection would ever want to not be able to afford the basic needs that every other child is experiencing out there or that's messaged on the television set. Uh, every time that they turn on the television, they're having to be
1: reminded of what they don't have and what they lack and what less of a person they are. And we can say that, well, you know, it's their fault that they're in the situation yeah, no different than all the other times that
2: you and I have been in our own shithole. It was, yeah, it was our doing, but did we know that at the time, were we aware of the fact that we had put ourselves in that position at some conscious level? No. My mother and father were beautiful children in their baby pictures, in their child's pictures, in their high school pictures, they were handsome. She was beautiful. She was,
1: she was a prom queen. She was a tomboy. She wanted to love like everybody else, but what horror that she had to hold
2: inside and live as a child. Wanting to run away from that reality with another man who unfortunately had the same fate in a different way. These are people who had money, they were highly
1: successful. My father was an incredible athlete. He went to Notre Dame, he was a successful businessman. And when he died, he had no money in the bank as
2: his company that he had sold prior years was worth over $20 million
1: in annual revenue and sales Um, with all of that potential. And he was a self-made kind of guy. He built things with his hands. He created things with his mind. And he sacrificed not... Not in the way for which you th- would hope that your family, you know,
2: you would do it for family, but he, he could only go in the direction that he had been set on. And when we're in a time like today, I guess I am bring that full circle. Our parents didn't have the language. Our parents didn't have the understandings. Our parents did not have the capacities that we have today to be able to speak into existence, the truth and be heard and listened to simultaneously. And this is going on everywhere, all over the world in little tiny ways that we don't see. But why it's important is because it concerns all of us. At the end of the day, like the work that I did and why I did what I did, I can't explain it. And if you had told me that this is how where I would be right now in relation to my understandings of things back then, you'd be like, time out. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't sign up for this. Right. I I, John, have got
1: to look out. Like, I'll go this far, but I can't go that far. Right. But it's not true. And and why I say it's not true is because
2: none of us have a guarantee on when it ends for ourselves or in relation to the people we love or think who love us. And so it's like, we're waiting for this time to be remembered when we can't even be here to enjoy the memories of the things that we've been denied or have denied ourselves, or have given authority over to both living rent-free in our heads, as well as, Coloring our view of reality when we walk outside and see somebody with a mask on, then we, we automatically, even though you may be aware, you've been programmed to have a, an emotional response against that, whether you acknowledge it or not. And the same is true for them to us. And so this is where, like, we just start deconstructing things for a moment and stop seeing it our own way. It's harder to do because it goes against everything that we believe which is to is to literally challenge the traditions that you have held on to for so very long not to dismantle them but to strengthen them you need greater resistance this is where real faith comes in because at the doorstep when when it is not at your doorstep it's easy to be spiritual easy
1: to be compassionate easy to see things a certain way And it all holds true, truly does. But it's really about being more of an anchor of that love
2: for somebody else rather than yourself. And this is where, you know, I see things. The divide is a more less
1: trusting society uh, on the whole. The, uh, it's a more mechanical type
2: human being. It's heading in the, the the world of technology, which will be the authoritarian energy transferred into a transhumanist agenda. That's ultimately where it needs to go for them to get their job done um, and to create two worlds, how that'll all look in three to five years or whatever amount of time they'll allow. Uh, us to look at it and see it before they can head it off a different way if they can even do that. It's like, no, they're, they're,
1: they're making concessions to things. To It's all about stimulation and sedation, right?
2: And then get you to pay attention and get you to pay attention. You, they're literally combining both rituals now in most of their uh, reporting. That's why there's so much cognitive dissonance, because on the one hand, the CDC says this and then they go over here. And then John Hopkins says
1: this, but then it says this over here. So it's like it's just crazy. But if you pay attention to the circus and it and it and it thrills you in some way emotionally, then they've still got you. 100%, and I mean, nobody's a dummy about that, but it's
2: it's more or less like, just take a step back and look at what's happening to everybody. Every face that you believed in, you can't really trust. Every institution used to be told to to, it's like, and you got people on extremes and everywhere in between. You know, abolish it all, you know, burn it to the ground. There's people on the right and the left doing basically both things and it's like those acts of destruction uh don't begot creation afterwards because it usually took a very destructive mentality and the same amount of effort really then to build something different it's like it's like uh this last thing i want to say but it's sort of like progressives which I came from not because I was a communist or socialist, but it was an economic populist message that on the left that brought me there, which was Bernie Sanders in 2015, before he became Bernie Sanders, the woke politician, communist. And he took along with that, that collective energy, basically anti-status quo, anti-establishment, don't trust my government, Republican or Democrat. Although I feel a little bit better, you know, it's like always when your team is in the, driver's seat and the media's going along, it always feels better, right? Somehow it just feels better. Like things are better. It's not as bad as we thought it was. We're getting better, right? Things are getting better. But then you have people that slip into poverty and all these other things. And then we go totally about this identity politics tribalism as an emotional response to Trump. And it's outrageous because nobody at that now it has come full circle to where narcissism dominates on those extremes. And, and it doesn't matter what's true. It's about scoring and winning and being able, no matter what the facts are to look at people through a certain lens and not see it any other way. The overstimulation of the left hemisphere of our brains which basically takes the right hemisphere's ability to detect anomalies and patterns and things, then to serve it back to the left to say, okay, now make new meaning and understanding from this. And we are out of that. We are gassed out of that. And anyway, um, so yeah, that's a little bit of my background and a little bit how my mind, uh, thinks to a degree, but, um, I just really, I'm, I'm out there making films for the reason that uh, there's a need for art, real art, authentic expression, not preconceived notions and propaganda, but really uh, a creator type. Here is my authentic, clumsy as it is expression. And I'm going to let you judge what you, you take from it. And what it means to you. And if you appreciate life more because you see game day and it scares the Holy crap out of you, because how can people argue and yell and fight like this? And there's a lesson in there, but it can be intense. It's not, it's not like, uh, it's not easy. Neither is life. And we've been given a sugar coating of crap for a lot of years, but really in the last 10 uh, it is just a shit fest in terms of inter- you know, what people call entertainment, uh, reboots, remakes, prequels, sequels, dystopia, uh, spiritual, you know, basically satanic evil, uh, you know, curses. I mean, it's, I'm not like sitting here going, oh, you know, like, like some purist, but I'm like sitting here going, where are the stories of all the things that we love and crave to have? The notebook is a perfect example of something that actually has universal themes in it. And it also deals with mortality, death, and mental illness without preaching it. But it's the pain and the longing and the suffering and the denial and all the things in
1: between of that drama. And we don't have that today. What we have is everybody is saying what they think and how they feel and all the scenes,
2: There is no growth in the character. It's contrived little quirky kind of, what do I want to say, quippy kind of moments where it's it's almost like juvenile behavior. And it's Jerry Springer's show, but in a really sophisticated McDonald's hamburger. It looks really, really good and it'll taste good on those bites, but man, is it going to leave a nasty stain inside. You know, like, it's just, it's a false inversion of truth. It, they don't have love or romance anymore. It's just whatever pleasure you desire, go for it. And I, and I, I'm not, I'm not some like, you know, Quaker filmmaker. Okay. Show that, show the real consequences of living your life that way. Don't fucking glorify, you know, adulterous behavior because, It, you know, it's really what women secretly want to read about and shit like that. And it's like, we wonder why we have women who are hateful of men and men who are, you know, mistrusting of women, but that doesn't justify their, their behavior, but culturally and socially being conditioned this way over decades, um, has only made matters worse. And it's basically only fueled more hatred and more anger and more divorces And more broken families
1: where children are having to pick, you know, who loves them, if they can, if that's even true. Anyway, um, so...
2: Let's go for it, man. I'm I'm all open to whatever you want to talk about. That's kind of just my, my spiel today.
0: <laughs> it, well, it's perfect, man. And, of course, uh, you guys know this, uh, listeners. I'm going to be linking all of the ways to find him down in the show notes. And uh, you did send me your game day trailer. So, at the end of this video, I'm actually just going to play the trailer in full with your permission, of course. Absolutely. I- And so uh, for the audio only audience, go ahead and just check the show notes for expandingrealitypodcast.com and then the video will be up there and that's where you can find the trailer. I'm also, like I said, going to be linking all of the ways to find you. So just wanted to let the listeners know that. I I am fascinated by your perspective. I think that you've nailed this thing 100%. I also um, have questions about the difference between authenticity and incentive. So it seems like what we're experiencing right now is a lack of incentive to be authentic and it seems like what most people are incentivized to do and encouraged and openly mocked for not doing is cementing sub like submitting uh, their humanity for the system, for what, whatever ideology is popular this week, whatever brand of jeans they say you should buy. So what do you think is the way that we break out of that? Do you think that it's an issue of options as far as there's not enough out there for people to pick from as far as an authentic source? Uh, or do you think that it's an incentivization program that's way more enticing than you being really you?
2: Wow, that's an excellent question. Um, well, I, I don't think there's one answer that will satisfy both, but I'm going to take a shot at trying to 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 ex to kind of bring two two hemispheres together. Maybe I, I don't know. Well, let me take a shot at it. So the first part is it's basically like there are people that are utilizing this time to awaken, grow up, mature, sort of develop themselves on a level that in steps or however they're doing it is unplugging from the matrix, right? In ways that they can or understand how to do. Because I don't think it's like... I don't think... No, there's nobody out there that possesses the omniscient knowledge of Everything that's actually going on and could sit down and, you know, in, in a short period of time, you know, try to hammer it out and then go, okay, here's how we fix it yeah, too, right? Because yeah. that would be like overwhelming. <laughs> right. Um, first and foremost, our belief is what makes it real. Um, our energetic, emotional, mental, psychic, um, everything that you plug and play into is having an effect on you and your subconscious mind. Um, anything that you listen to, I, I mean, it, it, it's not about being parent like Because you can get really like crazed about this, but basically everything is a mirror that you surround yourself with. And so there is the, you know, ability to have compassion, empathy, Forgiveness, unconditional love when you've had it at the deepest places within yourself That's my belief Uh, That's what I've been shown. That's what I've seen. That's what I've struggled with is That the lack of forgiveness within yourself for the guilt and shame that one may carry In very quiet and subtle ways that most people don't even see or know um That is the thing that anchors us into their matrix. Um, And it seems that... For some, you know, I've lived with it. Uh, I've learned it as a teacher for me, as opposed to something that is just this ugly, nasty thing over here that I don't need to deal with, or don't want to, or don't have the time to, or whatever. I'm not judging people. But here's what I do know. It keeps you out of a creative solutions position. And it ultimately defeats any of your ideas before you even attempted them. Um, You give yourself limited choices between this or that. Coke or Pepsi, Nike or Reebok, you know, right or left, Democrat, conservative. It's It's just like limiting your choices because everything has been baked down to a common denominator of Things I will never attempt to do, uh, things that I've tried before and failed at or did not have the outcome that I wanted, right? But not learning the lesson of what caused the repetition and the loop and the cycle. So there is that to contend with. And that's a personal thing. Uh, I think all of us have our own contradictions that we live. Uh, and I'm not saying it's on some kind of like horrible level. Like you know, it doesn't have to be where you're a borderline personality and you know you have. That's not what I'm talking about. And this is really more so. It's like establishing a baseline of humility, which is I don't know but I see you suffering and I know what fear feels like, and I know what, how reality, as they are experiencing it, is as real to them as mine is to me. So, how can I look at someone who's been, like I once was, programmed or sort of awake or a little awake, but not seeing you know, okay, you've got pedophiles in your institutions running. It doesn't com- compute. It doesn't compute yet. That's too big of something that is, in their reality, is not verifiable because you just hand them facts and data and make the connections. and You've got to meet them where they're at. I had to learn this. So this is, So this is to answer maybe that part of the equation how do you how do you defeat that hypersexualized materialist violent glorified culture right which is their anchor in reality celebrity culture rihanna being pregnant how that gets shared and that it even means jack shit in relation to anything going on in reality other than they've got another news story to energize whatever dark occult forces <laughs> They're bringing and summoning. I mean, I, 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 it's that simple, guys. It's not fucking that hard to explain yeah. <laughs> how they do this stuff. It's all ritual. It's all spiritual magic through the unconscious minds of of their base, and and they and they use human beings as energetic weapons, if you will, to culturally, socially engineer. Ariana Grande, for all the little girls to love her, just understand there's a whole thing of men out there that have no problem with her and whatever age she was or is or represent. That's done by design. Whether she knows that whole story or not is not the issue. She's got five to six people who are literally in her face all day handlers as you call them whose number one job is to serve the the record company's desires they are not there to care for her i mean they will but if they're not paid and like everybody in that system the way the hierarchy is stacked everybody's needs are already pre-identified and money and opportunity and the next one who comes along. Like if Ariana Grande had a mental and emotional breakdown, would those people still be there who could go, who are literally offered another job the next day to keep them in there, or they'll be thrown away? It's, it's, it's so hard to imagine the hell that most of them live in and are. Because they have three to five minutes here and there and an Instagram post here or there. And it's like, people are taken in by it because again, it's, it's a fantasy to be able to have somebody, and it's just really simple. If you don't have the foundation in your family with a good father and a mother who care about you, somebody else is coming in and giving that message to them. Somebody else will speak to them in a way that will be taken in and it won't be the message that you would give your child if you loved them. And that's what that's the part that's the hardest because you go well they're taking that message in it's having an effect on their body and their mind which they can't see, it creates, uh, if you look at it from a ritualistic standpoint, I mean, some of the songs that come, you know, in 2018 and now here, it's almost like bookends, like it, it, like, uh, Ariana Grande had no tears left to cry in 2018. And We come to The weekend. who says, save your tears for another day. Now, you could say, okay, that's a little, but the two of them did a duet. The music companies are the ones, the people running the whole thing. Everybody is a true player in that world, a true believer, according to his or her own understandings. In fact, if they knew everything, there's only a few gatekeepers that are trusted like that. If everybody knew everything, there's too much risk there of somebody going off the rails. It's bad enough that there's already people out, you know, the evidence of CNN, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, really. But it's like, yeah, they're some of the most effed up people. They're on the most drugs. They have some of the most borderline psychotic personalities that are exist off camera because they have to drug them up in order to get them like somewhat cogent and sane. They're the best actors money can buy. That's why they're there. They're there to imprint upon you through NLP, sex and death, and NLP mind control tricks, uh, sedation, stimulation, back and forth, turning the dials to get you to forget all about where and how you got here. Somebody else has to pay the price. So you're you're dealing with an authoritarian energy that has been released through the rituals of trauma, giving everybody the fear of dying, being afraid of, you know, all the facts you can go through that show what a joke this whole thing has been in the way it's been managed, messaged. I mean, it's like, it's almost like a a sloppy sociopath's work by design. Um, And I could give you evidence that there's reasons why it's allowed to happen uh, for darker reasons, because again, two sides of the same mirror, coin, whatever, I say mirror, because mirrors reflect back what you project onto them. So, one will see it this way, another will see it this way, and a half dozen other ways in between. And the only reason why that exists is not so that everybody can see it and finally go, Oh, yeah, this is bad. It's because we already knew it was bad. And the fact is, is that it exposed the people on the whole to the names of the WEF, and their agendas, whether you know the whole picture or not. And it also showed the worst in humanity when it came to obeying and consenting to authority through fear and believing that the person across from you who should have the same like, hey, I don't wanna die either, why would I risk my life? Nobody's asking that question. It's like well there's this thing called natural i mean you just go you know you just go through the facts and like you just destroy the lies like right then and there but everything has been baked in like hard on a level that you know let's sitting down having a conversation about it ain't going to change the way somebody feels because of their understandings when they were given covid and one of their family members was told that they had COVID and was put on a ventilator and killed, well, because of whoever out there, the hospital, the president, Trump or Biden, doesn't matter, it's how you see it, killed grandpa. So it changed the meaning of all those deaths that year, the way people saw them, not having a future, not knowing the, certain, the uncertainty of it all, and it never ceasing to end, depending on where you lived. And even if you live in a state that's more open, or a territory, or a country, at the end of the day, in relation to everybody else, you're still watching it all play out, when you're like, dude, we've been fine since May of 2020. It was over, and now it's just, I go out, mask, no mask, Like you see that and you go, oh, okay. They watched the news this week. You know, like that's basically what it comes down to like, okay, these are the people watching the news. Whereas like three months prior, nobody was doing, everything was fine. Now it's not fine. So then we got to go back and do, you know, and adapt COVID protocols into everything now and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's like crazy because everybody's just responding to it. They're not consciously going, wait a minute. Let's back up here, let's look at what happened two years ago, and look at how they've shifted the goalposts to get us here. You can't do that when people are programmed with fear. It's just not going to happen. So to answer the question, it really came down to this for me. If we spend the next months, years, election cycles, decades, if we have that long, um, to Try to get the story straightened out. Try to convince more people of what they don't—they don't understand yet. They think they do, and whatever, whatever your understandings are. If that's the goal, we're going to lose this thing because all of that is in the past now. And and so, what I see is the only way out. I mean, let me put it another way. They will happily trade out the faces and the teams to keep you voting and thinking that things are going to get better no matter and or worse, depending on, again, elections are not changing this on a, this is mass global scale, hypnosis, mass formation, psychology, whatever you want to call it it's the full manifestation of what happened in the 20th century as like a last reboot it's it's the emotional word lang- language uh, emotional word salad language that they use to change your behaviors this is all about behavior modification human beings are going to be shown in this time to not be trustworthy on the whole by the violence in the streets There is going to be an end to that, but it's going to come probably from an authoritarian right position in response to the left. And like I said, leftism, conservative, it's really authoritarian, libertarian dynamics, polarities, and everything in between and technology is going to play a major role in getting a lot of those people who think they're awake to step into their new digital prison um the qr code the blockchain the uh, all of that and i do believe some of it will be stopped but if the barn doors are already open you can't close them you can only try, and this is what I, I guess the, the the bottom line for people is this. It's like, you better learn how to create something in this time. First for yourself, you know, that you're happy with and love and a life that you care about because there's no way anybody is joining you again in theory about what is possible if all of us, if everybody just masked, if everybody just woke up. You see what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't... It's a, it's a never-ending spin to be an activist on certain fronts. And don't get me wrong, it is important to know what's happening. But if you're only living your life in response to that, you're, you're giving more of your authority away. I, I think we are at that point where we could say, yeah, if I don't get my shit in gear, and start taking a greater accountability and responsibility for just my immediate universe, none of this other stuff is gonna get better. And why, why I say that is that at the end of the day, it's like if you have the means to build something and the ability to create something and be able to show something, you are literally presenting a mirror up to other people to say, oh yeah, no, it can be done. Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile and then what happened week and month and year after year runners were breaking it over and over and over because they believed that they could and were shown that it could be done it's the hundredth monkey it's the whole it's the whole picture that we always say well you know it's like but they're doing this and this and this. So, yeah, they're going to try and they're not going to stop. And mom and dad are not, you know, alcohol. Mom and dad are alcoholic parents barreling down the highway with at a 100 plus miles an hour, intoxicated. They are not going to listen to reason of you begging and pleading for them to pull over, stop the car, turn off the engine, and hand you the keys. That's a codependent. Child of an alcoholic. I get it. I was once like that, and I believed in all of my politicians. And I wanted to have a savior who stood up for and believed in what I believed and said all the things that I wanted to hear. And their wonderful bedtime stories, their tales of Santa Claus. It's fine. It's I totally understand it. There's movies that you don't want to sit down and watch, you know, what's going on at the border and you want to escape. I got it. <laughs> you know. But there's a balance to it, which is there has to come forward a courage within you because you know that there are people dying. You know that there are going to be more people who die, however that is. United Nations tells everybody 160 million people have slipped into extreme poverty as of last year fits perfectly within their agendas you see and it's like this is never-ending cycles of creation through unconscious men in a world of power who think they know what is best or where we need to go and so long as we wait for them to determine that for us um, it is going to be a never-ending cycle of every single problem that they have created they will find a solution It won't be the one that's most humane, I can guarantee you, based on their track record. Because at the end of the day, with all of this violent crime, there is going to be somebody who goes, no, we're going to put this down. And is it necessary? Yeah, it's necessary. But did it have to be that way? No, it did not have to be that way. And. I guess it's just simply this, you're going to have to build the bridges for the future refugees where the land and the water and the resources are, where their mind can get into that creative space because they're seeing it all around them and it's reminding them of their own child coming alive, wanting to be alive again and feel connected to something that's bigger than themselves. Uh, These energies, authoritarianism uh, is dominated by narcissistic behavior. And um, when things get bad enough to justify certain measures and it gets rid of the problem, that's what people want most, is getting rid of the problem, not hey, don't sit here and tell me what kind of program you want to run, you know, to fix society because we've already been down that road, you know, all that, it's more cynicism, it's hardening everyone. And for what purpose and how it's being done and why it's being done, well, you know, there's plenty of evidence to suggest when you price out all the trajectories. It's basically to decentralize the population into tribal regions. Uh, smart cities are going to have their own kind of collective mentality and energy, and then there's going to be everybody else. And it doesn't mean there's going to be everybody else like black and white. You're really going to have to get to know each other, in a way that you don't today because of, you know, this is the reprogrammer right here for the brain. This this is the one that rewires and and changes your perception and conscious levels of awareness for better or worse. But we need to diet ourselves if we can, really turning off notifications, getting outside, getting into earth grounding. Getting your mind off of all the things that are going on in order to keep up with the story and the chase. And I'm not saying that people don't do this. I'm not. I'm not saying people don't do this already. But I have my own compulsory, you know, addictions when I see stuff, and I'm just like, man, am I going back into this or what? And it's like, at a certain point, it it can either be running out. You know into my intentional community and and just waiting for the world to burn and i'll just be okay you know in my cacao ceremonies and and there's nothing i'm not like putting that down but i know it's more than that right it's it is intention but the truth of the matter is is that everybody's one piece of another not greater than or more than um It's got to be within your time and space that you find yourself in where you're going to try and change things. And it, it could be just as simply as like putting plants around you, get living things around you, cleaning up. I mean, I know this is like people talk about it. It's like clean up your room, you know, and all that. It really it's it's important to do these rituals because they're patterns that you're reminding yourself you know, and compartmentalizing organization and everything else versus sort of like drifting here to there and getting to it when I can. It just needs to have some kind of order to it that makes sense and is productive. I'm talking about only on a practical level, but no, we're gonna have an entire degenerate um, generation of children and we do adults, it's just been accelerated to such a level that we're not capable yet of fathoming. Uh, We're not capable of fathoming uh, what second graders are gonna be like when they're 18. Um, In a world that messages that childhood education should now include, you know, gender fluid, children, non-binary, Uh, Transgender rights, uh, children that can go and get um, life body-changing drugs without their parents' consent. Uh, Where there are people who are pedophiles that are in our institutions who believe in sexual education of children and in being exposed to um, sexuality at a very intense level before puberty. And they believe that they have the right to do it over the parent because the obviously the parents are failing. Yeah, I mean And and you know, so it's like yeah, you can fight all these things and hate all these things But like at the end of the day if you're not If you're not out there planting seeds of some form in just the acts of doing uh, That's care manifest. That's love manifested in care for somebody else Self-care is good, but I think we get fixated on the need for me to heal all of me before I go out and and I I'll just liken it to this although. I don't think people intend it No different than the actors that I met who said when I make it one day when I'm famous one day, I'll open that charity It's like okay Um, Remains to be seen It's a nice gesture But why can't you start doing that now? When there's people who need the help and you have the means to do it in a smaller way rather than you being the celebrity who gets to do the paid promos and get ingratiated by all the people, you know. It's like, okay, it's not sexy work, basically. It's not. It's not fun to think about food banks and who's going to them and what And The the truth of the matter is like it's kind of what people say. It's like well Is it gonna eventually how many more people are gonna have to suffer? How many more people are gonna grieve? Is it gonna have to happen to you in order for you to care? Possibly yes, and it's like oh damn it another thing to be obligated to do right now. It's like yeah It's not obligation if you see it as a human thing if you see it as I mean even if it's out of your own self-interest does not see your community go to shit you know it's a place you live and if it's getting worse and worse something has to be done about it otherwise everybody's just gonna stay in their homes they're not gonna they're not gonna get out they're not gonna talk to anybody and then when something bad happens as is happening to one of my friends right now everybody just wants the problem to go away so as I'm saying to people, cities probably not the best place to live because that's where a lot of that surveillance and technology is going to come to make problems go away so we don't have to deal with them. People come hardened, hardened by seeing all this crap around them. They're around concrete all day and all the EMFs and everything that's hitting them. And then whatever belief they have in the media or whatever their source of information is, you know, uniquely and collectively, it's... This is how mind control works. This is why we have the problems we have. The social cohesion has been shattered to pieces for politics, for health, for anything cultural, political, social. I mean, it's just, forget it. I'm saying forget it like don't try to save this dying carcass. There's no need to resuscitate this dying carcass. Materialist world it's going to implode upon itself and it's going to have a lot of wreckage as a result of that which is the If there's only one reason that you say I love human beings I love humanity is to embrace the world in a way you haven't before and not let it come from anything that you understand from before expand expand your understandings that's really what it is. It, you have to take it at a higher level, otherwise you, you're gonna be locked in this prison with them, fighting it, fighting up against it. And it's so huge and massive, it's like, no, it's, it's gonna take what Luke Skywalker had to do. Failure, lessons learned, and greater leaps of faith to the point where he almost became the very thing that he resisted. Right? Until the end. And then he saw himself in his father, that his father was not Darth Vader in the beginning. And that his own hatred and anger was what blinded him. And it's also what blinded the Emperor. The Emperor got so lost in the truth of the fact, the truth of the matter is that the Emperor in the in the biggest way I can say in the Ephesians 6:12 way powers and principalities wicked forces and high places okay they get blinded in their hatred they get blinded in their madness and they cannot see the good coming but it's what everybody desires and that's what they've taken away from everyone they have taken away what we naturally, day-to-day really took for granted that we had freedoms or otherwise. But they stripped people of that enjoyment and that care and that connection. All of those connections and those bonds were broken across hundreds of millions and billions of people. And we have within us all the forces to mend that, but it requires higher level thinking that cannot go back into the arguments of the past. It must go past. It's like, okay, you say you're, uh, just an example, you say you're for climate change. I'm for the environment too. But did you know they don't address in their climate change bill, any of the pesticides, the things that are in our water. So so we're, we're gonna save the world, but we're gonna continue to poison everything, right? So that's a fact. Then secondly, you go, okay, I'm going to take you at $150 trillion that the billionaires behind all of this corporate solution are the good billionaires that we all, you know, want to believe are out there to save us from from their own pollution of the environment. And that carbon, you know, CO2 is, regardless of, again, regardless of the facts, but let's just say CO2 is the driver of this and so we have to get a hold of it. Okay why are we going to kill and destroy tens of millions of acres of trees to save the world if the trees are the lungs of the earth why are we going to cut them down and replace them with solar panel fields that are only going to heat up the earth because they're absorbing the radiation from the sun and are also made out of radioactive materials that we don't have like a disposal you know and we're gonna build all these wind farms and everything else as well. But again, where are we gonna get all the concrete? Where are we gonna get all the cement trucks? We're gonna to have to build all of those things with what? Fossil fuels to save the planet and cut down the tree. It's just, it's like, you gotta go that elementary sometimes to go, d- d- none of this adds up. I don't care if you think Bill Gates is a bad guy when it comes to medicine, but is a good guy on climate change, That's your own fucked up contradiction. You got to live with that and deal with it. Okay. But at the end of the day, they failed you on everything else. But this one thing they're telling you is true. Mm -hmm. No, Hillary Clinton said it best in her WikiLeaks. We have a public position and a private position that wasn't limited to her. That's how it works. They have a public position that you vote for and they have a private position that you don't vote for and wouldn't vote for. And they said that you wouldn't vote for it because the public would not quote, understand it. Yeah, because it's screwing them. (laughs) So it's a lot. How do you tackle that? You can only do it one person at a time. And it simply is that you have to bring heaven to earth, as as above, so, however you want to phrase it, it's on earth as it is in heaven, the bindings here. Those are anchors that are energy, and they have a frequency and a vibration, and they do affect matter around you. It's not, we see ourselves as separate, We see ourselves as being, uh, not able to affect things on a large scale. And like, I'm not saying everybody's got to go and do an Instagram live and you know, like this is, but what I'm saying is you just don't know what trajectories you're changing both within yourself and other people. When you act out of care for somebody, you just don't know Have the act of care for yourself my god what you could change when people see that difference in you that you're not what they thought you once were or had been before and it's not to show them off it's to be a light unto the darkest things around you that you at least have the sense of self-reflection to go maybe i'm doing this wrong Maybe I'm I got to reconstruct the way I think about all of the things that I used to believe in or even the ones I've let go. Maybe I got to revisit them. Maybe I've got what one guy said and he was really smart. And it's a hard thing to do, but he he said I literally visualize it like I'm like I'm setting a boat in the stream, a little toy boat in the stream and I'm just letting the water come all over around it and then I'm letting it go and I'm letting it just float away and all of us have different ways that we have some of us have to spell it out have to say it even even say it with somebody that it could end up hurting their feelings but it's the truth Now, see this is the crazy thing I'm just gonna We've got to be careful with that in terms of, well, it's the truth. Well, yeah, but there's that and then there's you being the adult in the situation and going, okay, how will, how is this poison pill going to be best handled for both of us? You know, you can drop a bombshell on somebody and then you're going, well, sorry, it screwed you up. Um, got to deal with it like everybody. Well, if you're the one given the bombshell and you knew that it was gonna It's sort of like you you've got to say, okay It's gonna be painful. I'm gonna walk there with them even though I probably don't want to sometimes I Will withdraw I'll get uncomfortable It, it may require several steps but it really comes down to whether you want to repair that. You have to make the decision. Nobody can convince you. Nobody can tell you. Sometimes, like me, it takes several years of bad, le- you know, lessons to, to say, okay, if you keep doing this, yeah, it's going to keep happening this way. Anyway, I, I'm being very general about it, but it's a very difficult thing because, I mean, we have, we have virtual reality porn, and metaverse regardless if that metaverse stays or something else comes and replaces it. Uh, The VR chats in the porn world are such dark holes uh, where we have young children on there as an avatar dancing for, you know, a 40-year-old Japanese businessman and neither of them see each other's faces. Yeah, we got a lot of work ahead of us. I I don't, I don't think it all has to collapse. But for some people reality, it's very different. Reality for for everyone is different. So reality collapsing is going to be different for everyone. What replaces it? um, I'm certain they have everything ready to go. And they're already rolling it out and people who want to know more about that they could look up coreysdiggs.com at all the agendas she also posts solutions up there and has a wonderful um bookstore where you can buy all of her reports these are fact sourced some of the best investigative journalists reporting on big money agendas who the players are what companies and their networks she has maps and timelines and it's it's, it's high-level reporting, and, uh, you know, they're moving on our children right now with psychological language that um, is going to redefine mental health in our schools. This isn't just Marxist. This is not Marxist at all. This is... Um, Uh, the critical race theory issues like everybody's paying attention to that that's like low-hanging fruit this other stuff is well now we have children that you know need to be talked to by their teachers a certain way and um, childhood depressions on its way up so again we have the solution in our school systems and it's all about getting more authority and control over programming your children and they're doing it at such a brazen level because of the fact that they need to have that generation be compliant. They can't afford another controlled demolition or uprising politically, socially, culturally, or otherwise that goes off the script. Um, But parents really do need to stand up for their children on a level that I don't think they've ever done before, on the whole. We need all the good women and, and men real men who are not afraid of, uh, you know, we're talking about your child now. We're talking about your very boy or girl, son or daughter who is a sponge. And the people turning turning the dials know this very well. And I know there are parents that are aware of this and have been homeschooling for a while, but um, they're really coming after the programming at such a young age now, that children will not be identifiable to today's children 10 years from now, five years from now. It's gonna be a wild, freaky kind of world in certain places. Um, So like I said, it's it's building the world that you wanna live in, it's creating it. If you don't do that, then you're just letting it float into the next iteration of what they have as a solution, as a response to, you know, This time which they helped engineer and create through through the duality. It's not like oh It's just one thing and everybody's like everybody's got a script Everybody has their own understandings the best actors on the stage are the true believers versus the ones that are actually aware of what's going on Because they can't you can't pull it off without the belief That's what the spiritual magic is all about both in what they do and then what you do with what they do and our projection onto them is like, oh, this one's coming along. There is nothing wrong with getting things straightened out, you know, so it doesn't get too tyrannical. I don't I'm not saying, you know, you just oh just, you know, don't vote. No. But they're unconscious people. They're not they may have gone to law school and done all the things that got them the where they are and You know, they could be your Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith going to Washington, right? It could totally be your Jimmy Stewart. But the truth of the matter is, is that they're one person and you all are billions and millions of, hundreds of millions and billions of people. It's like, again, they get us to pay attention, watch it on our phone, think that this is real life and what's going on and and they tell a lot of truth too tell a lot of truth, but it's like, at the end of the day, is this really, is this solving anything? You know, pointing out the obvious of what's going on. It's like, all right, so many, there's only so much people can take. And it's like, okay, we'll just be doing that, I guess, for a while. And that's going to happen. You can't, you can't not think that people are gonna all wake up and then go oh you're right yeah that, that makes sense no it, it doesn't make sense because it's not new information hasn't hit their sphere of reality yet that has shaken them up enough to where they begin to question the nature of their reality and it could be years from now you know 9-11 woke some people up but it wasn't like oh 9-11 no Obama's second presidency ah, I get something's off all Right. I finally have enough data. Anyway, I'm just talking about it at a very rudimentary level. But um, anyway, we can go on to the next question.
0: <laughs> uh, no, you're you're awesome, man. This is this is perfect. I I actually did want to ask you because there is a lot of stuff going on here. It's a very heavy time, vibrationally, intellectually, emotionally, for everyone. Yeah. man. and the one yeah. thing that we do share in common is fear. And so that's an interesting uh, thing that that vibration is what they. Harp on Now, there's some of us who can face those and we're fine with it uh, as far as because our authenticity is way more incentivizing to us than to relinquish that for any sort of promised security, right, uh, which doesn't really exist. It really doesn't. And so that's what's so interesting that they've convinced so many people uh, that it does and that, it, that they have the answers. So I just wanted to ask you, man, um, out of all of this stuff, it's, it's heavy. Like I said, what gives you hope?
2: What gives me hope? There's... What I see in the little town that I live in now and elsewhere is that most people, most people uh, even if for appearances are trying to enjoy life and what I mean by that is that in spite of all the troubles that are going on out there I see that square full On a Friday night and Saturday, I see families and this is in the colder months, but even last year, I see families out having fun, uh, no masks. I see, you know, people living their lives um, without it being, you know, outside of they really their their immediate reality is their family their husband or their wife, their children, um, their job, you know, surely there are stresses financial or otherwise, but like I'm, I'm watching this and I'm going, you all are, don't realize how precious and valuable you are. And that's not a position of like, you know, because they are doing all the right things. It's just the value of their life as as it exists in itself. And that's the part where I believe that even now just having conversations like this and shows like this and and information like this that what it leads us to be is a more compassionate society because of our own our own awareness our own fragility in a sense and how life is precious in such a level that it's delicate and it, it requires a harmonious balance in order to To not kill yourself to not go out of your mind with the level of betrayal and deception and lies that are even existing right now as we're talking or even in those moments where they're having fun throwing axes you know to get the stress out of their of their work week um or or having a beer like it's almost worth just saying that there is so much to pause and 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 be in awe of when we don't let our thoughts run our mind uh and and miss the other parts of the tapestry or the masterpiece that's in front of you and so these are people that don't have the awareness that maybe you and i do but at the same time uh are embodying something of joy in the moment or trying to and so that's where you strip away all of time and you're lost in that moment which is is your time your space and your time and how you choose to perceive it really adds something or takes something away from it you know, having the full total understanding of things is is impossible, but the, even having a glimpse at the divine in the normal, in the ordinary, everyday conscious, uh, you you find yourself catching yourself where you're judging the day based on how you feel and everything that you have uh, the, the way that you understand everything as it exists today in your reality, uh, according to that email or the bill that I got to do or the thing that I really don't want to do. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to take some enlightened, you know, yes, take on the suffering. And you know, like, it, like I, I, get, and I get there's a value to it, but it's just, I have to stop myself and pause and look at the fact that here, In front of me are emanations of God, unaware of their divine power, their full divine power, and yet they still can't be stopped. They can't be totally crushed. Um, And, you know, in events and collective consciousness, I mean... I think there's no doubt there is a massive shift in consciousness, human consciousness underway, um, but I also believe that as as we're becoming more, let's say, on the whole awakened spiritually, energetically, consciously, um, all phases nutrition everything everything is being put on the table for those who want to look at it Um, but i also believe that energetically those polarities also have an equal and opposite force i shouldn't say let me say this the light will always have an equal and opposite of the dark and will exceed it however in the dualistic system that we play in um, as those ascend, there will be those who fall as well. And those are our brothers and sisters, too, if, if we're really... Again, it all just goes back to that was nobody's plan A. Um, and that's not... When I mentioned my parents earlier and all that I could tell you about what I went through emotionally, my forgiveness of them was not just, oh, that's in the past and we leave it alone it was going back and really feeling those deep painful feelings again that released them. At least gave me a chance to let them out and be cried out. And that may happen, that may be required to some extent as a, and I don't tell people to go into it lightly or trying to do some kind of biohack and think that, you know, a cold plunge or two and some, you know, Wim Hof breathing methods is all going to solve it. I'm not putting his work down. I think he's a wonderful human being. He's got a good part of the piece, but um, it's really getting into nervous system, somatic level healing, and taking a very holistic approach of a long-term unwinding. You know that a lot of us have been in a certain direction and. Require greater levels of self-awareness than maybe we previously knew we needed Um, You know I say it because It's just if you want to be the most authentic human being you can it's it's you have to have that level of humility with yourself and just like look at all parts of yourself and don't try to get rid of them try to Try to see the toddler ego as the little child who had to fight. And and you know, could have been really pissed off at a lot of things, rightfully so, but is now making the world his mother and father yet again. And and those are places that are very lonely inside because the lack of care in our moment of need when we were children was gone. That's why we had to create. That's why that hole is there. That's why we had to create the fear in order to protect it. In other words, all of those moments where care was withdrawn, and it doesn't necessarily mean on a violent perspective of beating or sexual abuse, but it could just be when mommy and daddy's needs or whoever's adult, and we were in care of, withdrew their attention from us when we were suffering, that's when it the fear comes in because a child see the differences and this is I'll put this into a trajectory where you can see it but that child's terror becomes our terror later on not just for them but most people they hurt themselves typically before they begin hurting somebody else Um, but the ones that go out and are, I guess the thing that I can say is that if you are able to see yourself and other people, then you've begun to heal. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the only you know determining factor, but when you can start seeing yourself and other people and them and you, um, you really do shift quite a bit and can grow up and can begin to value things at such a level that like you're, you're not looking for a major movement to come in and get you swept up in the, oh, we're now it's happening, right? It's, it's, it's happening all the time. We're just not taking, we're being pulled away from noticing these things and more and more of ourself becomes part of everything else. So it's like the inversion of the one world, right? (laughs) The one world is us and our our gifts as humans and as children, telepathy. Uh, All of of those spiritual child gifts that, that, you know, society does not reward on any level, monetarily or otherwise. I mean, we cheer it on, you know, like, oh, wow, the good acts that people do. But, we're not nurturing them. We're not. We're not creating a society that nurtures and protects those child-born-in gifts. Natural law is the only thing I can see that really begins to address that on the whole. And this is where, like, you know, whatever you see, or so whatever your avatar, is, you know, that you're suiting up as, as you know it to be, it's like. Okay, one day I'm in a coffee shop and I just happened to strike a conversation up with this lady who we didn't have any previous understanding of what I'm just about to tell you we spoke about, but it had to do with her looking online and finding a book on the Church of Satan and being interested in buying it and reading it. Okay. Why? Well, this isn't the only reason why, but it's at least... A good indicator to oh that's not something that you would think she had a religious Christian mother who beat the shit out of her yep. so what does she know she knows that it's a falsehood her mother the person that's supposed to love her who's, who's the divine feminine representation in her life the earliest years lied to her is a hypocrite and God only knows what else narcissist you know denies her daughters, you know, so how, how does she live anything that she's treated her daughter as, right? But having that one conversation with her to be able to say, hey, I totally understand because my mother was religious too and let all this horrible shit happen. And, and that doesn't make it right at all. But this path going down this way totally makes absolute sense why you would given that in this time when you're watching all this bullshit going on in the world and you're like I don't want to have anything to do with it this one will offer you comfort in relation to the way you feel and just by acknowledging that and then telling her the other side of the equation what it really means and where you really go with that kind of stuff um, she snapped out of it yeah it's like spell broken Had a cousin who 100 percent was going to get a court injunction against her ex so that she could vaccinate her child you know with all that i knew and it's it's crazy because in the place that she lives it's like the doctors the schools all of it just putting this pressure on them like oh my god they got exposed to covid you got to be kid didn't even have any symptoms you know was fine um and I was pissed because I was like, I spent three hours on the phone walking her through it and realizing that I had to meet her at her level. Yeah. And so even after all walking her through certain things and just raising some basic questions about, you know, they don't have any liability for any, and there are children that are, you know, having reactions. So I so the best I could get out of her was, do you think I should wait until a better one comes along now we know what the answer is to that but she doesn't so i said yes because it bought time yep three weeks later she sends me this whole thing she says oh my god did you see this 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 and this oh my god did you know all of a sudden completely shifts and now has a daily regimen that she typed out and sent to me for uh getting rid of spike protein you know she didn't vaccinate her child I didn't have to scare the shit out of her. I was able to realize that she needed a matching authority to be able to counter, you know, like, so when Israel called off doing all these different things, wow, that's Mm -hmm. like, you know, to me, it's like, yeah, this is, but wow, that's weird that, yeah, that shouldn't be happening if everything's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. That's what gives me hope. I mean, if you, if you talk about it in practical ways, those are wins, but they didn't come about just because you know I shared an article or two, you have to invest the time with somebody. It's like reestablishing trust
0: mm-hmm.
2: on a level in a world that you don't know what's going on and who's telling the truth and who's not, but if they know where you stand and who you are as a person, then Um, all of that all of that good karma all of that all of those deposits of gold in the bank get get reaped and cashed out and you can you can really help some people so that's what gives me hope I mean it's pretty bleak I mean in terms of like the realities but I think that uh, I don't know how the story ends but I do believe the tyranny is going to be defeated the scars are really what I'm more concerned about that the lasting scars that will be there in in need of repair for whatever can be repaired um after this time that's that's really yeah
0: I'm just hopeful that whatever the scars are and whatever's necessary to achieve our sovereignty uh, doesn't out-trump the fact that sovereignty was achieved. Like, as long as we focus on that, right, uh, that should be enough. And as long as you don't sacrifice your humanity to do so, you can alter your humanity because humanity is a very loose definition. Uh, What a lot of people call, uh, you know, appropriate for society right now is just sickening to me and you. So uh it's it's very different. You just have to find out where you are. You know, your discernment is more important now than ever. And that is uh that's your compass. So keep that in mind and make sure that you guys check the show notes for John Paul Rice. All of the ways to find him will be located down there. No restrictions in entertainment as well and I'm actually going to go ahead and uh link Corey Diggs uh, that you were talking about for that information. So folks don't have to go hunt for it. You guys just go down in the show notes. All of those resources will be down there. So there's quite a few to take a look at, uh, JPR. I can't thank you enough, man. Dude, this has been incredible. We have so much more to talk about. Uh, My chronic optimism, I feel, is going to rub off on you. And so we're going to talk about (laughs) a little bit more. But I dig the shit out of this, man. I think that uh, your passion is definitely there. Your heart is definitely there, brother. And we are grateful to have you as an ally in the Soul Tribe. So thank you so much for what you're doing. Just keep moving forward, Bubba.
2: I appreciate it, brother. Thank you all for having me on today.
0: Heavy stuff that we are experiencing in this realm right now. It's an energetic overload on all sides. And John Paul Rice is here as a beacon of light to really tackle the tough stuff. And he's doing a wonderful job at it, guys. So check the show notes for no restrictions entertainment, as well as all of the resource links that we talked about and his viral video. So go check that thing out and you'll you know recognize him right away when you see that video. You'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And then that was a dude from Remember the Titans, and yes, it is. And now he's out here just crushing it at life. In general. So we're grateful. So uh, if you would like to expand your experience on the show, do so at expandingrealitypodcast.com. That is going to be linked down in the show notes as well. All of our affiliate links down there. Make sure that you check out Food Forest Abundance, get your Freedom from Fear on. Uh, the If you want to start your own podcast, Libsyn Affiliate link is down there, as well as if you're going to buy any damn thing on Amazon, some of the books that we reference on the show, uh, some socks, uh, whatever you're buying, uh, run it through the link uh, marked Amazon Affiliate. So uh, check that stuff out, guys, and um, go out into this beautiful place this week. A lot of heavy stuff, but don't let it get you down. You need to, the, uh, the ask, of course, is to just stay the course, tend your own garden, it's all going to work out. Know where your compass is and keep moving forward and take care of your family and those around you. That's how you do this. That is the optimistic, clear solution for this stuff. So keep moving forward, guys. Uh, Do not... Relinquish your sovereignty. Go out also into this beautiful place while you're at it, and make it a better place. And you could do that by picking up a piece of litter, buying somebody in line around you a coffee or a meal, hold doors open, smile, just be nice to folks. It's not. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. Also, get out of that left-hand lane because that's a huge pain in the ass. That's just a small thing you can do uh, that you know sets it off. And I really appreciate that. So, above all and anything else, guys, go out into this beautiful place, whatever the hell this thing is, and y'all just be good to one another. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.